Welcome back to the Sis Be Honest podcast. Yes. So we are super excited that you guys were listening to our first episode. So that was a little bit of Leslie and Keisha. And so we're just going to get right into it. This is Keisha, by the way. And I'm Leslie. And Leslie, you have a little question to ask the girls. I do. A little icebreaker question. So we're going to start with you, Keish. And our question is, what is something that you did when you were younger that makes you cringe to think about? Okay, sis, to be honest. So um, guys, don't cancel me for this one. <laughs> so basically, um, my parents moved us into a new part of town when we were younger. And so this because it was like a new v- development. It was like, like a new land or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you know the creatures be coming up and so i have vivid memories of me um going through the cracks of my house as the ants will come up and squishing them and eating them oh my gosh (laughs) yeah that is so freaking (laughs) (laughs) but you gotta tell us how it tasted i think it tasted like spicy like i don't remember the taste but i just remember i kept doing it i don't know i don't even know why i did that i just kept doing it um and i i actually remember when my mom actually told me to stop doing that so wow. she she stopped me thank god thank for, you moms uh, mama Keish. yeah right that is yeah i was well, vegan i can't they say ants are good just protein, kidding vegans so. we know y'all don't eat ants crying okay so my story is from when i was probably like never mind we're not even gonna say my age because no too cringe you guys will definitely cancel me but um <laughs> so um, you know, when you lose a tooth, yeah. normal kids are just like, okay, I'm going to put this under my pillow. I'm going to, you know, save it for the tooth fairy to give me some money, blah, blah, blah. Well, I lost a tooth. And that day I decided I was going to look in the mirror and put it up my nose and sniff it. Um, and so I sniffed it and then the tooth was gone. I'm like, oh crap. Like I just inhaled my freaking tooth. And so I was like, okay, now I have to tell my mom. And I go to her and she was actually on the phone. And so if you know Haitian moms, never interrupt them when they're on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I said, mom, like my tooth is up my nose. And she was like, what? And she like told her friend, she's like, let me call you back. It was a whole big thing. Actually ended up having to go to the emergency room. Oh, I was fine. I was fine. And then they took an x-ray and everything. The whole shebang, super embarrassing. Having to be like, yeah, my kid just inhaled her tooth. No big deal. Um, Sniffed. (laughs) Not inhaled. Sniffed. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. See, why I don't share stories with Keith, guys. But um, but the but my question is, what made you want to smell it? I have no clue. But that's so disgusting. Like it was in your mouth. You could just smell <laughs> your breath. Me. Anywho, so um, the doctor took an X-ray and he was like, "She's gonna be fine. Like it's just in her brain up there. It's gonna decompose over the years. Like she'll be okay." Over the she'll years. Be- over the years, sis, so that tooth could still be up there. Jeez. Mm, okay, well, well. Moving on. Moving on to our very embarrassing weird stories that not everybody can hear and hold that over us. Um, as we mentioned before in the previous podcast that me and Leslie are both black. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we are in the month of February celebrating Black History Month. And so this episode will kind of be dedicated to that subject um, specifically. And right. so we're just going to get right into it. So as I mentioned, me and her are both Haitian. And so let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Why does why should this month, Black History Month, apply to us Haitian girls or us Haitians in general? Yeah. Um, simple answer that I have is just 
when people see me and see Keisha or just any Haitian American, they're not thinking, oh, you're Haitian. They just see you and they're like, you're black. And so at the end of the day, yes, while we have so much different ethnicities and cultures and backgrounds, which is all beautiful, um, it applies to us because we are black. That's yeah. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Yeah. And I think also too, like whenever I like ask people, like whenever I meet someone, I'm like, you know, like, what's your ethnicity? I never ask, what are you? Where are you from? Because it's 2022 right. and we shouldn't be asking that question anymore. Like, get with the program, y'all. We're not asking that. <laughs> We're asking what our ethnicities, what's your culture, okay? Right. Get with it. Ask the correct <laughs> question, right? And so whenever I ask people questions like that, like, it's usually, oh, I'm Irish or I'm, mm-hmm. like, Swedish or I'm, like, whatever, whatever that they are. But I notice, like, sometimes I don't really get the reciprocated question back because mm-hmm. I think there's an assumption that, oh, she's just black. And I right. think that is the fact that, like, yes, I am black, mm-hmm. very much, very much look black and black. Like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. But I am also have my own, like, I also have my own culture, which yeah. is being Haitian. And so I feel like sometimes the struggle for me growing up, I felt like I didn't want to identify as mm-hmm. being a black American just because, like, I couldn't identify myself as, like, their story in America, mm-hmm. and which is pretty harsh, you know, because, like, in Haiti, like, we've been free since 1805. Period. Or eighteen oh three. Sorry for the Haitians up there. I got the date Honestly, wrong. Yeah. Sorry out there. But you know, like we've been like we've yeah. been free. Like we fight them French and the Spanish off. Period. Mm-hmm. That was on us. <laughs> the first first black revolution. Yeah. Fight off all of them slave owners. I'm you weak. know? And so like that's like and that's like my pride. Like very much happy, very much like super enthusiastic with that and because growing up I was so very much Haitian Mm. and it was hard for me to identify with the black Americans living in America but I heard a sermon like a couple of years ago like maybe like six seven years ago about African Americans who are from Africa saying kind of like the same thing but they took it as like we have to align ourselves with the people who are in their in their own country basically like we're not we're not we're we're different but the same Mm -hmm. and no one and off the street you're not going to be like to to prove your point off the street you're not gonna be like wow you look like a haitian girl (laughs) they're not saying that to me i hope not they're not saying that yeah i hope they don't point at me and say that but But keisha i just wanted to say like i wanted to highlight your point because i resonate with it a lot is that growing up i felt the same way too like i can only identify as just being haitian I am black, yeah, I'm like my skin, but like I can't identify with being black American. And I just want to say that black history is American history. And mm-hmm. because I was born here, yes, my parents are from Haiti. I'm Haitian American. And so black history is American history. There's so much that we're learning still as yeah. Haitian Americans that I hope you all are still learning. And so it's just important. Yeah, that's true. Like in this like in this past couple of years in this in this month especially what I've been trying to do is really just re relearn a lot of the things that I should have learned in like mm. middle school high school mm-hmm. because I love history but some of the history I've been learning in the past couple of years has been actually kind of sad yeah. and it's been kind of actually like eye opening like man mm-hmm. like I, I, I can see, I can understand why some teachers didn't teach it the way that it's supposed to be taught mm. because of the extreme sadness that's associated with it. However, it's not okay for students and adults to be ignorant of the history 
that happen I because agree. ignorance is not bliss and what happens if we allow ignorance to happen is we allow a whole generation of kids not knowing the truth and a whole generation of kids actually repeating the same patterns and systems that their ancestors did mm-hmm. if only if they knew what happened if only they knew the truth then maybe you know history would repeat itself that's fast yeah. and purposeful ignorance i would say is just unloving um, and so if you're just choosing not to know be, just for the sake of it being daunting and, you know, sad and draining, which it is, um, just imagine how it feels for black people to relearn history, things that I'm still learning. I'm like, dang, I actually didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And like, man, that just breaks my heart. Yes, but I'm still going to do the work and like know and to know better so that I can teach my children and to teach people around me. So future children. I don't have children now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, speak yeah. in faith yeah. <laughs> for speak the future Haitian kids. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but it's so, but yeah. you're so true. And it's like, and it leads us to the, like the second question, like why does black history apply to all of us? And you mentioned it like black history is American history. Mm-hmm. And I will even go further. Like black history is global history. Like black people are not, has black history did not start when African-American, when Africans came on a boat into the Americas. It, it didn't start then. Uh, black history has started from the very front front of time. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like, oh, now black history starts because there's there's slaves here in America. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like they were black explorers. They were black um, doctors. They were black um, theologists. They were black everything. Like mm-hmm. black history is like is bigger. It's way bigger. And it's more interconnected than we actually think or realize. I think it's super important for not just Americans to know about black history, but I think global. Mm -hmm. Like it's been so profound researching and looking at, and we'll talk about it in another episode, like things that we found, like, because you know what? Like we're not just limited to black history in in February. No ma'am, no sir, no how. We black every single day. So history is us. History. Forever. Forever and ever. (laughs) Forever and ever. Never or never. Keith is always breaking out into song, y'all. You'll learn that about her as time goes on. But uh what is um so speaking about like you know his toy and stuff like that Mm -hmm. in her story, what is some thing, sis, that <laughs> I have no connections for my next question, but I just want to be messy. I what see. is some um what is some things, some slang that kind of like, you know, grind your gears? <laughs> that's that's a great question. I think they grind my gears, but I just want to put a little disclaimer. People who do say it, I don't think they're doing it to be like intentionally like yeah. annoying, you right. know, but it's just like as black people we're just like, please stop, <sighs> for example. And just be like, wow, you have really good hair. Where are you from? Ah! Like, what is, me. <laughs> what is classified as good hair? And again, like I said earlier, like it's all well-meaning things, but mm. it can be really offensive and hurtful. Well, that right it's person. also like a it's a microaggression. That's true. It, it's it's microaggressions. If y'all don't know, it's just something that is actually. Let me go ahead and pull up the little definition for y'all. Okay. We'll stop the recording. Sis. We don't have to stop that. So a microaggression basically is when someone makes a comment or a biased comment, um, usually um, unintentional and usually um, not trying to be 
harmful, but it's mm-hmm. based in race. So a microaggression will be like, oh my gosh, I really love your straight hair. It looks super professional on you. You know? Yeah. Stuff like something yeah. like that. Or, oh my gosh, is that your hair? Mm, Why are you asking one. me? <laughs> Why are you saying uh, That's the slate that grinds my one. gears. Or, oh my goodness, you speak so well for a Ooh. black girl. You talk just so eloquently, very much educated. I yeah. love that about you. Don't say that to me. Don't even I, think it. it. It will turn very much 239 ghetto on you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want that. But I totally agree. And I've actually experienced most of what you just said. Mm. And like another one that I've heard kind of recently was someone said to someone, Someone said to someone, hey, wasn't your hair just different last week? Didn't you just have a different hair? That happened to me, sis. <laughs> sis, I wasn't going to say, but uh, anyway, someone came to my sis and um, I was just like, wow. like, Yeah. Know? And what was my response to that, sis? You just laughed it off. And, and I think that's the reality. Like microaggressions yeah. for us is just like. Every day, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well. Just kind of brush it off. Brush it off, laugh really it funny. off, hee hee ha ha. But at the end of the day, like, comments like that do make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think what I, and we're going to talk about black mental health in the later episodes. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it's just like, okay, well, there's a lot of other things going on. So I'm just not going to dwell on it. Sure. You don't want to draw attention. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, have people feel Like, what was I supposed pity? to do? Actually, stop. Yeah. That is wrong. That is a microaggression. Like, yeah. You just kind of. We're not doing that. I wish I could do that, but we're not doing that. I'm crying. Well, (laughs) thanks for sharing those. Playing that grinds our gears. So moving forward, we want to talk about some action steps. Um, What? Okay. We have some action steps that we would love for you guys to just continue to take, not just throughout the rest of this month, but all year round. Because we know that black history is American history. And every day. Period. Yep. So um, one of the things we want to encourage you guys to do is to talk to a black friend. Right. Talk to your black friend, right. black family member, coworker, yep. whatever the case may be. Get to know them um, for who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and try not to ask them. Just Did you experience racism? How was that for you? Exactly. Don't say that. Don't, Don't say that. that. Yeah. I think, I think you can ask people's stories. But this, and I'm not saying the season for that has expired because mm-hmm. we should always be in the business of asking people stories, getting people's, getting people's lives, knowing what they've been through. Mm-hmm. But I think specifically for this, like just invest in your friends. There you go. Like it doesn't, they don't even have to be black. They can be black, white, Mexican, has, yeah. like Jewish. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what ethnicity they have to be. But since we're talking about it in black history month, I think it's really cool and probably mm-hmm. like, really transformative if you just you know talk to your black friend and be like hey hey girl hey sis do you want (laughs) to um get some coffee with me yeah and if your black friend don't really like and you know what let's stop trying to get coffee dates i'm tired of coffee dates you know let's get some jumbo juice yeah i like jumbo juice you know the girls the girl look a little little crawfish you know (laughs) a little plantain a little seafood boil a little griot on the side a little fried pork Okay, you're a little green market. I'm a little strange girl, but it's fine. <laughs> but I think, but all in all, enough of the kiki. But honestly, just like invest in, just mm-hmm. best in friends. I think that's really what the basis is. Invest in friends, not just trying to hear 
their traumatic and dramatic mm-hmm. story of racism because some people may not have that right and maybe just actually just getting to know who they are not simply that. because of their skin color but just basically because of just who they are as an individual as a unique person uniquely designed that's um, good and the other thing that you guys can do is and we'll have some links you can check it out on our instagram but like i love reading some poetry that's the thing that i've been getting into more mm-hmm. in the years like poetry for me like it doesn't say it literally there's like metaphors and like in sim- like mm-hmm. similes and stuff like i i think i said that wrong but it doesn't get straight to the point but it allows your mind to be creative and so maya angelo is a great poet yeah, um langston hughes is one of my favorite poets uh, i'm about to put my sis on her name is des nicole davenport she's a really good mm-hmm. up-and-coming like um young black poet Tony jackie Morrison. hill perry Ooh, jackie hill okay my girl. yeah her. period we love you jackie we're gonna meet you one day period. we'll speak that into existence for real love and you. preston mm. yes. uh, and preston and, and preston perry and stuff like that um and so those are really like great black poets to um mm-hmm. really like read their read their um their stories and read what they express and it's like it, it gets it gets the point across and there's yeah. other great books that we can like put on our instagram just but authors in general just yeah you know, document watch some documentaries i know netflix right. is filled with them hbo um, hulu with them. yeah yeah um support some black businesses small right businesses um there's so many oh happy um, danny she's like in target yeah. even though she came for me that one time but uh <laughs> that's the other podcast we'll she's talk great. about that. morgan harper nichols right like um, Vashti yeah. Harrison, I love her illustrations. Um, Lupita, she has this great child illustrated book. Oh man, oh, it's beautiful. I didn't know that. Yeah, I bought it actually. Um, cool. It's really great. And then Target had this amazing Black History selection, and just yeah, supporting great. like just support Black businesses. You know, and you know mm-hmm. some of those Black businesses, yeah, they be coming for your dollar, but it's okay. Um, they're a little pricey. They're a little pricey, but you know what? It well. don't matter. Because Tori Birch is the same price. We all be buying that. Ooh. But <laughs> we love you, Tori. We love you, Tori Birch. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, guys, those are just some action steps. Thank you so much for just joining this conversation with us in Black History Month. We're going to keep this conversation going right. um, for the months to come, not right. just on Black History, but it is a big focus of what yeah. we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so we just are glad that you guys are um, tuning in with us. And to forecast for our next episode, we're talking about 2020, y'all. And so it's going to be good. So don't forget about her. So we love you guys and hope to see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.